morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is the Material Podcast, episode number 307. I am Florence Ion. I am Andy Anatko. Hello. Brian Andy Anatko. Hi, Andy. Hello. I'm getting I'm I'm getting kind of excited tonight because I'm doing like all the Googling that I know. I I should say that I've been so tomorrow as we record. Oh, there you go. You got your you got your Google I.O. Non alcoholic. Andy, cup. I have this this really Android. honestly beat up uh Android green Android tumbler. It looks like the kind of thing they give you beer in at the baseball game. Go on. Yes. Sorry, continue. <laughs> no, we're so uh i uh, tomorrow is we're recording on Wednesday. Tomorrow, uh, I uh, it's officially two weeks after my second vaccination. Yay! So I, I and as soon as I got my second vax, I kind of like I, I got it got that kind of got that second vax like euphoria, where I'm like, oh, the the minute that I'm fully immunized, I'm going to travel the world. I'm going to go onto a cruise ship and just rub my hands on door handles and stuff. Not quite that bad, but I'm, I was like, you know what? I haven't seen like. What if I just like take, Amtrak fares are like half off for the rest of the month? What if I like just like go to New York for a couple of days and hang out with a friend of mine and see other friends and see like what if this is what New York City is like with a volume knob at like six instead of eleven for a change? Mm-hmm. And then like three or four days later, the U four is like, okay, well, you know, you don't have this would this would be an unnecessary trip. I think we could define this as an unnecessary trip, and perhaps we shouldn't be making an unnecessary trip and then th- so that was like the the post stage guilt and then so i kind of like fell back to okay how about one afternoon because we already we already bought these tickets let's just like we'll ride amtrak we will double mask it we will just spend one afternoon outdoors just taking a long walk so i'll be so i'll be arriving at like 10 30 11 walking from like penn station like all the way up to uh, all, all the way up to to the park, and then all the way down to the battery to or to Wall Street because I'm trying. The one the, there are two factors that kind of talked myself into not canceling it all outright. Actually, three. One was best friend in the whole world they haven't seen in like over a year, and we're right. like BFFs. Secondly, there is not an event at the Metropolitan at the Lincoln Center, the Metropolitan Opera House. It's like they've been. It's just that there is uh, some sort of there. They've been having union troubles, or they, the the people who actually do the work and do the performing have been mm. kind of like being slapped around by management. So there have been like long, long union negotiations. Usually, the trouble that befalls a union. Exactly. So they were ha- they so they were ha- they announced they were having like a, a, a like a mini rally like uh, at noon. I thought, well, that'd be nice an excuse. But the third one would be. I have never I've always wanted to get a picture of my my toy Holstein cows in front of like the bull uh, sculpture at Wall Street. Every time I have gone, I don't know what it is about every freaking tourist in the entire free and non-free world wanting to like get their pictures taken with this thing at the same time. I get it. In that it's sort of a signature thing in New York City, but I'm talking about crowds, two and three people deep around this mm. every time I've tried to go there. So I'm thinking maybe people are with travel restrictions. This would be my chance to finally get because my 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 goal when taking these pictures is always to make it look like the whole strings are traveling themselves not like hey look here's like all these tourists gawking around it and i'm holding this thing up next to it and unfortunately uh, my my sensitive artiste's sensibility doesn't work well with like people who are not saying even if you say hi can i have like just 
All I need is eight seconds, just eight seconds of nobody like standing and hugging and like getting their Instagram selfies. This eight seconds and like the people around us say, okay, we'll give you eight seconds. And then someone notices, hey, wait, nobody's standing and hugging the, the bull. That's my chance. Zoom. And so I get it. But so that, so that was the third reason. So what, I, so what I'm in tonight is, again, it's like it's hard to hate Google when – it lets you do things like, okay, well, I, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to get <laughs> lunch and sorry, dinner. Just, what what you places just said are it's actually hard to open? Hate Google. It could take us a lot of places, but oh, and look at that, it's listening. Oh, <laughs> anyway, continue. No, no, that's pretty. That's pretty much what I said. I, I was just using it like a tonight to say, again. I have to figure out. I've uh, the only the only things that I'm going to be doing that involve interacting with a business are going to be like lunch and dinner. And rather than oh no, this is my opportunity to try out that hot new ramen place I I uh, I read about in the in, in, in the post the other day, it's going to be no. I'm going to go to the same <laughs> dumpy diner that I always go to. That I, I get going to get the pancakes and bacon, and I'm going to go to this other place and get their and, and get their uh, uh, get their grilled chicken club sandwich. But I have to know like okay, are they open or are they? closed but only to delivery i did find out that donut plant on 23rd street which is my traditional okay i'm about to get my train at penn station i'm going to on my walk back to penn station i'm going to stop at donut plant and get myself a donut to enjoy on the on the ride back uh, to new england and that one is temporarily Mm -hmm. closed there are other donut plant locations that are open so i'm trying to figure out am i so invested in this uh, routine that I will like walk extra miles to go to an open donut plant to make sure that I have a donut ready for me when I walk oh, these back. These donuts look, oh, these donuts they're, look divine. They're quite They have good. several locations. Uh, if you do end up Googling it, go, uh, spell it dough, as in like dough yes. that you need, not dough, do re mi. Not do nut. It is mm. dough. Well, Andy, I'm happy that you are having all these fantasies about going out into the world after your vaccine. I, unfortunately, am still between the stage of the first vaccine and the second vaccine, the one that I need to, like, make this whole thing, you know, solidified. Um, (laughs) Like like pouring plaster directly into your immune system. It takes a while to concrete. Yeah, I know. Just, like, (laughs) this sheer idea of it is is wild. But it's funny. So, yes. I would love to like go out and do things and I'm totally down for it. But the reality of the matter is that I'm going to continue being at home inside because there's things that I like to do at home inside, including but not limited to apparently playing through my favorite Game Boy Advance games that I tragically lost when my car was broken into because I had, well, technically it wasn't broken into. I invited people to come take things out of it because I left it unlocked. At the BART station. So I left my car unlocked at a main train station in the Bay Area suburb. And I left my Game Boy in there along with my games. And so now that I'm at the stage of mommy needs time to herself at the end of the day, I decided that on the days that I didn't feel like playing my Nintendo Switch, I would really put my Android phone to use for all those commercials that told me play games. For all those OnePlus, you know, keynotes that they had play games. Those Samsung keynotes, play games. Okay, guys, I'll play some freaking games. And what do I do? I get emulation. I get into emulation. Um, Now, I think I'm supposed to say a caveat that uh, I shouldn't be talking about emulation and ROMs 
without noting that you need to own the game before you do any downloading. So, and you're only supposed to take one ketchup packet at the takeout stand. You're not supposed to take a fistful of them. Yeah. Right, right, right. Well, well I was going to say somebody stole my Game Boy Advance cartridges. Okay, I have plenty exactly. of other cartridges. I give Nintendo so much money, but anyway, you've put the okay. licensing love out there. Let's just say. Let's pretend I'm talking about a game that's in the Play Store. So I super <laughs> impulsively, I was trying to use like some contraption I bought through 8BitDo. Those of you who know, 8BitDo makes a lot of accessories for gaming, for the Switch, for Android, for the iPhone, yada, yada. Their thing is mobile gaming and, and making that happening, making that happen. But what I was doing before was very uncomfortable and little thing, phone would drop on me all the time in bed. So <laughs> I sprung for a Razor Kishi. Ooh, you're holding it up. It's yeah. it's very, very black. Let's I know. Ooh, Let me actually hold it. it nice. So for Andy, I'm gonna hold it a lot closer to the light. So, so it looks like your basic like uh double uh double thumb pad, D-pad controller, uh with with trigger with with shoulder switches, both kinds, your mm-hmm. basic XY A B uh, hold on. uh quadrunga. And then it does this. So you unlatch this thing in the back. It opens up. This is, it's a little perilous. It opens oh. up. And so I had a, prepared. Like a phone, a, for you can put the phone like in between the two sides of the controllers. Neat. Yes. Now you have to insert the phone a certain way because there is a USB-C connection. But I kind of love that because it's so much easier than dealing with Bluetooth and making sure the controller is connected. And so like, voila, I just, I have a little like faux Nintendo Switch here. Um, let me unlock my phone just so you can see. There we go. Now I got like this, my little horizontal screen or yeah, uh, yeah. Horizontal screen. Um, I can go into my game. I will not say what game it is. I'll just say that I'm going into a game and then it's, it's just like, I'm just playing a game just like that with no, no setup. Listen to the, this is so satisfying. Let's see if the mic picks it up. It's just it's it's as um, solid as it feels on a Nintendo Switch, mm. which um, is great because the reason that I am so into the Nintendo Switch is because, I mean that's that's how I grew up playing games. I never quite got into um, like the PlayStation and Xboxes of it all. The controller was never like my thing. That's why I got into like PC gaming. But this tell you this was what 65 bucks i have to like put it back together it's a little weird but i think it's like 65 bucks which is not exorbitant well especially when you compare it to like the amount of like relief and relaxation and joy that it gives you over the course of the day super relief it (laughs) it's a little wonky putting back together i'm not gonna lie i've also only done it like two times but but it looks nice and compact when you got it to click together yeah yeah it is but you have to click it in a certain way this is so wonky. <laughs> I'm going to do this live on the podcast where you can't see what I'm doing. It's a little, it's a little wonky. It's because the problem is it has a rubber part on it, like that flexible rubber part, which is supposed to yeah. expand to fit any sort of Android phone. So getting that back in there is a little weird. But honestly, I, I played a little bit of, so I'm playing through the Castlevanias. and. Don't come at me about the new Resident Evil. I know that it's like in Romania or whatever. Everybody's got like a Romanian name. 
okay, I don't have that platform. So I'm playing through Castlevania to get my vampire fix. And I'm telling you, it's, I'm so excited. I'm so it's, happy. It's thing, I love man. this. Yep. I, I love this. And I honestly was reading, I honestly, I was reading through some comments about this and I was reading on the Play Store. Now, this annoying thing that this is not of the Google world, so I apologize if I'm explaining too much, but the annoying thing that Razer does, and I can say this because I've reviewed several of their products, is that their software is, it's just incredible. It's its <laughs> a lot. You know that family member who comes over and just like drains you of your resources, your emotional resources? <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm that good. is the Razer software on a PC for the keyboard at least. And I went to try and download some, they have like the soft, this app they want you to download so you can do game discovery in the play store. It's got 2.5 out of five rating and folks in the comments are just saying, what is the point of this? Google should have a better games discovery engine. This is a comment that was made in April last month. So I'm just saying there now that there are peripherals out there, and I learned that Steel Series, which is another big like gaming peripheral maker, they also have like a little contraption that people like to use for the smartphone. And I'm just like, if all this stuff is available, you know, just lean into it. Yeah, you know, there there's only a few things that I'm always always going to be envious of the iPhone for, and one of them is that. They only make like two or three or four of them, and they're all like a consistent shape and size. And the market for iPhone accessories is so lucrative that if there's any interest in uh, a game style controller where half of the controller is on one side of the screen and the other half of the controller is on the other side of the screen, I'm not linking this to any specific product that may or may not be on the market sold by a very litigious company. But if there's any interest in that kind of a game controller, someone is making it and they've got that thing on lock where it's just like slip, snap, twist, and boom, it's like it was manufactured that way. Whereas on Android, it's, you know, it's it's kind of like uh, any sort of like hat that you buy at a street fair where it's like it's not going to fit any one of these things correctly. It's just going to stay on long enough that we can sell it as a hat or as a phone accessory. Andy, I know you buy a lot of hats, so I feel like you're really speaking from experience right now. I, well, I don't. I, I, I got a big melon. I don't. So I don't even like buy hats off the rack anymore. If it says one size fits all, I know it's not going to work. I have to Lies. get the, the, the fitting. It's a lie. Yep. yep. One size not uh, I'll, I, We should go. We should. We should keep going. But of, of the cat in the category of minor traumas, like minor problems in life, absolutely identifying this as a minor problem, not even barely qualifying as a problem. But I have this one hat that I love. I found it like in a Western store in Boston. I don't know how many years ago. And when I wore that first one out, I bought like five of them because I knew that I really, really liked mm-hmm. them. And for as I can't even remember for how long I would buy them like a half dozen at a time. And they've been getting harder and harder to find. And I finally exhausted my last supplier who took who themselves took eight months to find them. So, oh, yeah, we have in the catalog. We have a distributor who has them. But they, they must have had to like find like a box like that was being used to prop up a water cooler or something in the warehouse. And so I've been shopping for a replace a new hat that I like just as much. The only ones that I found are actually sold in Australia. So it's right. and they're not they're not as cheap either. But so I'm going to have to 
but I can buy them in the right size. Like I me- measure my head and theoretically speaking, if centimeters are centimeters, whether you're in Australia or the United States, it should fit. <laughs> but it's not like I envy these people who are like, oh, wow, cool. There's a version of the Boston Red Sox hat in which uh, it's like the, the, the mascot from the, 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 the slushy, freezy drink polar bear holding on to the logo. I'd love to have one of those. Oh, there you go. It'll, it'll fit me because I have a normal size head. With me, it's like, ah, I bet one of my stuffed animals would enjoy wearing that because that's the only thing inside my household that could wear it. Not certainly not my head. Oof! Wow. <laughs> Speaking of heads, um, my head still has to take in the information of our book that we are reading for our book club. Admittedly, <laughs> and I have been kind of biding my time with too many games. I think that's why I need to like really make some time. But I am super excited because we are we are reading. Uh, Your computer is on fire. It is from MIT Press. So if you're interested in joining us in the book club, you can go check out the book. Um, check it out your local library. See if they have it, or you can go online and buy it. Uh, that's also a great way to support the authors behind the book. It's a collection of essays. About technology, which is the thing that we talk about here <laughs> yep. on the Material Podcast. And if you want to follow along, you can become a member of the Relay FM network to get access to it to a very special feed where this book club comes through. Our book club is called Material Studies. So if you want to join those extracurricular studies, relay it on slash membership. That's the place to go. <laughs> Something to keep in mind. Okay, but we've got more stuff coming up. So today we are going to talk about. The Roku versus YouTube TV drama is still going strong like a YouTuber scorned. YouTube scores Roku. <laughs> Usually when things so. get this petty, one of them has a makeup line. So this is yeah. very, very fresh territory and exciting. Yeah. This is a 65-minute apology video, but it's not actually an apology. <laughs> it's just a video. Um, we're also going to talk about- I don't even recognize the Roku that that was anymore. That's not the Roku that I'm trying Mm -hmm. to be. Clearly, Andy (laughs) just read Chrissy Teigen's tweet before he came over here, um, because that's exactly what I read on her Twitter feed about uh, 10 minutes ago. Uh, I am am innocent. That's just, but it's, I haven't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not one of these, I am not in the community of people who are watching like YouTube, like makeup influencer beefs. I'm not even in the demographic of people who are watching videos about these beefs. I am, however, reading stuff on like of uh, on like the AV Club and stuff about when the when it gets to the sort of boiling point where like trees can no longer bud in full bloom because of all the drama. It's like knowing who's president. Like you got to know that. You 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 mean you mean that she 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 did that and then made a video trying okay that's fine yeah, I'm glad yeah. I'm glad I didn't watch that but I'm glad I'm yeah. hearing about it because now I feel better about my own life decisions but I'm yeah. sorry speaking of hearing about it we've been hearing I mean I don't know what we've been hearing apparently somebody joining a source repository is big news for future OS <laughs> um, we're also going to get ourselves positioned and ready for covering Google I.O. next week because, oh, my God, it's like literally next week. Um, And then we're also going to talk about a little Easter egg, a little Easter egg for those fans of The Office. So let's go to a break real quick before Michael starts screaming, no, 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 God, no. (laughs) It's the most popular gif on the Internet right now. (laughs) This episode of Material is brought to you by Pingdom from SolarWinds. 
Today's internet users expect a fast web experience. No matter how targeted your marketing content or how sleek your website is, they'll bounce if a page is loading too slow. But with real user monitoring from Pingdom, you can discover how website performance affects your visitors' experience, so you can take action before your business is impacted, all for as low as $10 a month. Whether your visitors are dispersed around the world or across browsers, devices, and platforms, Pingdom helps you identify bottlenecks, troubleshoot performance, and make informed optimizations. Real user monitoring is an event-based solution, so it's built for scalability. This means you can monitor millions of page views, not just sample data, and at an affordable price. Get live site performance visibility today with real user monitoring from Pingdom. Go to pingdom.com slash RelayFM right now for a 30-day free trial with no credit card required. Then, when you're ready to buy, use the code MATERIAL at checkout to get an awesome 30% off your first invoice. Our thanks to Pingdom from SolarWinds for their support of the Material Podcast and all of Relay FM. We've got a lot to catch you up on here. The tea is piping hot. In fact, it's not even tea at this point. It's like the nasty hot water that you drink after you've let it seep in too long, and it's just like this herbal... Just kind of very pungent, a bit too strong for the taste buds. That's it's what's gone, going it's on. It's gone past tea and become a poultice at this point. Oh, yes. yeah, that's that's a great way to put it, Andy. That's exactly what this YouTube versus Roku drama is. Uh, and if you're wondering why I'm saying YouTube, it's because Google decided that the best way to deal with Roku saying that they will not comply with demands is to fold up YouTube TV into <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> Which, by the way, when I saw that, I was like, that's genius. <laughs> yep. That I know. Is, Genius. That's that is you, like hiding the pills under the tongue and not actually swallowing them. That's what that is. I, I mean, you you got to imagine like a sort of like a, 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 a meeting of executives inside Roku and where there's just silence for 25, 30 seconds. And then finally, one of them says, we probably could have predicted that they had the power to do that. That's something we probably could have anticipated. Yeah. So for those of you who just kind of out of the loop or maybe didn't listen to when we covered it briefly last week, but Roku and YouTube, they've been at war for a couple of weeks now. Roku had an agreement to keep YouTube TV available to its users, but that was up for renewal. And so when it came time, they were like, okay, here's it. Google's making these out-of-the-blue demands for access to our user data, and just they want full front-page prominence on the Roku carousel. You know, they want a tile here, a tile there. They want a person in the front, a person in the back. They want everybody everywhere, and this is not what we signed up for. YouTube, on its part, was like, hey, 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 don't listen to Roku, that beezy. Uh, so now, you know, we, we offered to renew the YouTube TV deal on the same terms, but Roku, they were the ones who attempted to exploit us. They exploited this opportunity to try and renegotiate better terms for them, you know, you know, because they're scared about losing market share. That's not actually what YouTube said, but I'm sure some people were thinking that that's what they were saying. Disdainful, Uh, I think, was there. Mm, mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm basically said Roku is being a giant baby over all of this and just trying to leverage something and play the same game everybody else is playing in capitalism. 
Um, now Roku does have some leverage here though, because let's not forget that when it comes to set-top boxes, they are still the reigning champs. They are the biggest streaming gatekeepers right now with about 54 million active accounts. So actively, that's so many people are using those units right now. The YouTube TV app for its part and the service is no longer available in the Roku store. So uh, that is a bummer for people. I, From my understanding of what I was reading on Twitter briefly is that it's okay if you download it already, you still have access right. to it. But if you don't, don't try, you know, this is not a sideload situation. If you don't, it's, it's not in the store anymore. So if you don't already have yeah. it, whether you're a customer or existing customer or you want to sign up, oh boy, too bad. Yeah. And so that's when YouTube came in and they push out an update to their Roku edition and they put the YouTube TV functionality without requiring any separate YouTube TV app. So you could just go into YouTube and fire it up to which Roku replied, yo, you're being an unchecked monopolist. <laughs> Like no, the, burn. The, the whole the whole press release was just so <laughs> it was such a like schoolyard but, but I'm talking about like eight but, year old kids who have not discovered violence I yet. Know, but we don't upset. want anything to happen to Roku here because you know honestly they're one of the few challengers left in in what is a very uh, monopolized landscape True. right now of content providers. Even as a person like journalists who are covering this, it's. I don't want to say it's like become, it's definitely not become easier, but you are now thinking of it in scope of like companies because so many people have scooped up so many other like content houses. And so I don't blame Roku for trying to flex here. And I think that they are probably worried in a boardroom in the back about, you know, Walmart offering supposed on and on a streaming dongles for like 30 bucks, like those kind of things, because where were people buying Roku devices? They were buying them at Walmart and other, you know, um, what are those called? Department stores, <laughs> other stores of that sort where people get all their stuff, you know, S- sticks and mortar. I think I don't know why they call it sticks and mortar, but oh, I never know what to call like a place like Target or Walmart. Like, it's just a, a big box store, I guess. The places where all the diseases are. Yes. Unclean shopping. <laughs> That's why people are going to still be wearing a mask because now we know what's out there. Um, all right. Speaking of trying to figure out what's out there, gosh. So I looked I, I, at this news news story today. Um, I'm going to give you just a little look into what my day is like. I looked into this news story and like my job is to come up with an angle, right? And if I don't have an angle, it's not going on the website because nothing to say about it. And I feel the same way about Fuchsia OS and the supposed leaks, quote unquote, that are coming through. And I understand completely. And I appreciate, I want to say that I absolutely appreciate that Android blogs keep covering this because I do want to know what's happening. However, I don't think that we need to throw a party every time there's a headline about it. Can I just okay? I I put this story in there, so I take responsibility for this. Oh, you didn't know I was going to go off like that. No, okay. no, 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 no. You, <laughs> you you make excellent points because you're saying what I'm sure that a lot of listeners are thinking that fuchsia is something that we keep hearing, not even about. We keep hearing of it because there's really nothing to talk about. It is the next generation operating system that Google is has been developing for purposes as I asked yet Hiroshi unknown. Lockheimer about it on stage in 2019, in case anybody wants to surface that YouTube yes. video. 
<laughs> Hang on, that was that's that my was, flex. That was Roku the, that was flexes sound in of, their way. Name dropped. That's how Roku flexes in their way. I'm flexing that way, so thank you. That works. So it's just that uh, I, I, I acknowledge I'm a, I'm just really really excited about like Fuchsia. Let's the the news quote unquote is that uh, Samsung is now officially contributing to to Fuchsia. Uh, fairly recently, uh, Google sort of opened up the project to outside contributors, whatever they want to mm-hmm. do, and uh, an official That's contribution. Exciting. An official contribution that was signed by Samsung incorporated not just some random engineer working at samsung uh, and it doesn't do anything that is immensely important or interesting but it's in, but it's interesting that samsung as a huge corporation has enough awareness and interest in it to say well maybe it would be cool if we had a library that would allow our own devices with its own unique uh, file system to be mounted and used with fuchsia um but i i yep. this is not this is if had we not had such a light news week i would not have put this in i admit that this is like the people on like the star wars forums in which like hey well i i heard that there's going to be a new chewbacca series and also i heard that uh that michael fag or somebody like who works at marvel that they actually had were seen having lunch with angela lansbury so maybe angela lansbury is like gonna have like a role like in the new like chewbacca series on disney plus and yes it excites I, i get excited about that well okay we angela lansbury okay now, international treasure, of course, but I'm yeah, saying that I mean. if you got your thing that you're sort of interested in, any new, like, one tiny, tiny feather of information in a drought, or excuse me, maybe let's not mix the metaphors further. One, let's not talk one about drop of One drop of water in the middle of a drought is something to be celebrated and cherished. Again, back to droughts. Back, just keep on just traumatizing me about droughts. That's okay. <laughs> California doesn't have water. That's fine. Um, yes. So we're talking, we're talking about fuchsia. And as Andy said, it really is just about the fact that Samsung is trying to figure out a way to make its future devices work with this thing, which makes sense because hello, Samsung has made a whopper of a bunch of money off of the Android operating system. They're the number one provider provider, the number one seller of devices uh, globally in the Android sphere. So yeah, we got to keep Samsung in a loop of what's going on with this purported <laughs> fuchsia. Oh, boy. You got to keep just... Uncle Sammy happy if you want that sweet, sweet flow of exciting hardware to keep coming out. You know, I have to tell you, it does get a little exhausting because the fear is that this is going to completely change the way everything works. And change is scary. But it's not just that. It's just thinking about how quickly and yet not so quickly things move. Whoa. Whoa. I think, did I just get a spam Google call, a duo call? I don't know. I heard a verbal of some sort, but. It said it was a duo call and it said it was from me that I was calling myself. You, you You didn't butt duo yourself, did you? No, it says, oh, Mona called. Okay. Clever girl. Jim, you can leave that in. It's <laughs> it's part of living with these things. All right, let's take a quick break. We're going to go to our next bit right Indeed. here. <laughs> this episode of Material is brought to you by Top 4 from Relay FM. If you like this show, there's a good chance you'll like Top 4. Top 4 is a monthly show about opinions, lists, and loosely held rules. 
From music to milk, Pringles to woodland creatures, hosts Tiff and Marco Arment can make a top four list out of anything, and it will probably make you delightfully furious. The glory of top four is that you can just start listening at any episode, no context needed. Instant coffee, card games, TV couples, Pop-Tarts, misheard Eddie Vedder lyrics. Nothing is off limits for top four. Nothing can escape Marco and Tiff's hilarious judgments. Okay, personal experience slot. Yeah, I I, <laughs> another, I love these people, uh, and I, I I love top four. Uh, as you might have guessed, they're not brother and sister. They are, of course, a married couple. Uh, it gives you an idea of how well their relationship works, that they can have these these intensely long discussions and interesting discussions. The uh, when you go when you go through the list, if you're kind of cynical or if you are sick and tired of people bringing up like at every single Q and A, okay, uh, 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 is a burrito a sandwich? Uh, it's like okay, that's I'm so not interested in this question. But uh, but even when they're doing a topic like uh, a when you have like a tin of Danish butter cookies and they're like four four different varieties of cookies but like they're made out of the same stuff which one of those is, is the best one it seems like just something that you would do to keep yourself from losing your mind on a long car trip but the great thing is that they they set it up as here's the reason why this is actually a relevant discussion and here are the parameters of <laughs> here, here, here are the parameters of like what we're judging uh the last episode that i uh, uh, that i listened to uh Actually, not the not the last one I listened to, but the one that, the one that I've got like starred in Pocket Casts, so, so I can keep listening to it again. I think it was uh, I've got it in front of me, episode fifty one, which is about heist movies, and this is one of the one of the meatier, beefier ones. Uh, where uh, and of course they they spent like a year because <laughs> again they they're married to each other to like coming up with these lists of like what's a, what's a heist movie, what's what's not a heist movie. Just that part of the podcast was interesting enough because. They're like rejecting a movie like The Usual Suspects because it really isn't about the heist, is it? It's about something else. It's about like these people and their relationships and what happened to them. And Reservoir Dogs, well, that's not a heist movie because it just was a crummy sort of – it was a crummy heist. Uh, and so you're, you're – and now I'm like, okay, I'm in. <laughs> I, I am not going to – I've touched the button. I'm not going to play this at like 1.2, 1.5 speed. I'm going to – I'm totally, totally into this to the very, very end. Uh, so this is this is the sort of thing that I that I really, really like. I, I like – I'm a big fan of uh, what might non-derogatorily be referred to as foolishness, but foolishness done at a very, very high and serious level. And when you're t- when you're when you're talking about some of these topics, uh, like <laughs> when you talk about some of these topics, you really are have to you, you really have to realize that I was never so invested in in this question until I heard <laughs> these two people talk about it and actually take it very very seriously. Uh, so this is <laughs> this is really really good stuff. Okay, back from the personal experience. Indulge in the randomness. Go to relay.fm slash top four or search for top four wherever you get your podcasts. Now, this next news item is about Google sending out a survey. I, however, did not get a survey because uh, here's the thing is I'm not using Wear OS. Um, Yeah, Google was sending out surveys specifically to people still using its smartwatch operating system. Uh, which, of course, is my colleague, Victoria Song at Gizmodo. Uh, you know, she covers the wearables on staff. And naturally, she's got a Wear OS watch. 
running on a ticker somewhere in the room, as you do in our little gadget labs. And um, she actually wrote, a, I thought was a really great take on just how like the, th- this is my editorializing. I'm saying that it is a little absurd <laughs> that we're sending around a survey in 2021 about Wear OS Considering that we've been having this conversation for years, and we're now at the point where if people want to talk about wearables, like you really, or wear an Android wearable, you really need to justify it. Yeah. Because it's, it's, I agree. it doesn't really have a, a place on the shelf right now. <sighs> but yes. So... Andy, I thought you actually picked out some really good parts of this piece. It is going to be linked to the show notes if you want to go read it. Um, But here is just a good little lead paragraph just about the idea of this. So Google I.O. is a little more than a week away, and it appears the company is sending out surveys to Wear OS users. Why? To ask them how satisfied they are with their smartwatches. If you hear a strange sound in the distance, it's not the sound of cacadas rising from their 17-year slumber. It's the disbelieving, slightly hysterical laughter of anyone who's had to actually use Wear OS in the past two years. We, look... I know a lot of us. That, that, have, that is that is everything you want in the lead paragraph. It that is, was, and by the way, this is superb. why I <laughs> I work with the people that I do because I've <laughs> admired their work from afar for this reason. Um, it and I know that it sounds like oh my god, y'all are giving Wear OS like such a hard time, like lay off of it. But the fact of the matter is, guys, if you look at the market share, let's just look at the numbers, right, Kyle Rist- Kai <laughs> If you look at the numbers you'll see that it's not working out for Wear OS. It's working out for everybody else, though, that has somehow figured out a way to deliver good smartwatches. So we have them existing. All Google has to do is knock on their door and go, hey, do you want to give us some of your secrets? Yeah, there, there are a lot of different statistics on like market share in the smartwatch market. Uh, the, most, of the, most of the studies agree that Apple's market share is close to 60%. And there's more than one in which Wear OS is lumped into a band of the pie called Others. So that's how well Wear OS is doing in in the hearts and minds category. Hearts and minds. Yeah, it's not it's not doing so hot. Um, hey, I feel like this is a really good time, though, for us to talk about whether or not we might be seeing any of this stuff at Google I.O., to which I have to say, if you were looking at the sessions, the Google I.O. sessions, which I have been, you know, religiously studying, even though they haven't changed since they were originally announced. <laughs> yep. um, there is a session on Wear OS. It's about tiles, though, like bringing tiles to other. Yeah, the, the only big innovation, such as it is, to Wear OS was, that, oh, well, we'll have, apps will now have tiles and experiences will have tiles. You can slide in and slide out uh, from, from the user. That's okay. That doesn't sound terribly different from what we've had before. But okay, the fact that you're willing to... T- <laughs> well, I mean, you, you bring developers in. If, if this were, I, I can't imagine them bringing the developers in, like in the first five minutes of this talk being, okay, so all of you made some time to learn about improving Wear OS apps. So the first topic, slide please. What What's wrong with you? Like, why? There, there's nothing going on here. We have nothing to say. Clearly, we have nothing. I mean, we'll, we'll tell you what you want to know. We're just saying that, you know, there's... Go for go for a walk for the, over the next hour, maybe that would in, improve your sang Freud and don't you know things are there's a better world outside than the operating system we've chosen to put on about thirteen to eighteen wrists over the course of the past five years. <laughs> That's okay. It, we're being, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. See, this is 
I, I, I thought this was a good chance to just briefly talk. We were, I normally make fun of Wear OS and I shouldn't do that because that's negative. And the people who work on Wear OS are doing, working very, very hard against limitations and constraints that we can't possibly imagine. Listen, listen, so listen. Here's the thing, okay? Sorry to interrupt, Andy, but I just want to offer this metaphor for us thinking about some of these things, which is that when you're at a restaurant, remember, don't get mad at the server first. Don't get mad at them. Okay. Oh, ne- never, never mad at the developers. Ne- never mad ne- at the team. Yeah, exactly. The team. You, no. you got to judge the restaurant, the owners of the restaurant, the managers, the chefs, the head chef. Those are the people that take on this. So it's, you know, all we got right now, guys, is Gboard. We got Gboard for Android, for Wear OS. Why? So I can type on my watch? Why? Yeah, and the, and the thing is, type, type on the watch. I want to talk not, into it. It's yeah, it's it's a useful <laughs> thing for like Apple Watch users because they're wearing them every day anyway, and they're it's integrated into their lives. And maybe there are times where they've thought, oh well, I, instead of actually speaking out loud in the middle of this movie or whatever to sure. say, hi, I'm in a movie, I really can't talk right now. But yes, maybe if it's on fire, don't use the don't use water because it's a grease fire. But use air, but use you know, baking baking soda uh, or use the extinguisher that's in the <laughs> that's hallway. The predicted text. Uh, that's, no, no, yeah, I'm, so, no I'm saying that's no, that's know, why it wouldn't be predicted. So you'd want to have like a, a way to type all that stuff in. But the, I think the the biggest problem is not the keyboard. The problem is making a version of Wear OS that's so compelling that you would want to wear this thing every single day. And part of it is definitely Qualcomm not making the types of CPUs yeah, that, that's uh, that Apple's been making. Insane. Yeah, uh, and this is and there's light around the corner because of all the stories about Google taking a page off of apple's book and saying well instead of instead of relying on outsiders to make chips and we'll buy the outsiders chips we're going to start developing our own system on a chip ourselves for our own purposes that could be cool stuff um but they really do need to if there's one thing that i'm hoping that they'll show off uh, regarding wear os at uh, google io it's that we have a plan we have a strategy we bought fitbit a while ago we didn't we weren't completely sure that the governments of the world would allow us to acquire fitbit with all the information that they have that that will be we will get access to but they did so now we can say here's how this is relevant to our interests that if if really if if google decided to simply make a a fitness band plus so to speak meaning it doesn't have to be this big oreo cookie that does everything it can just be essentially a fitness fitness band that has in much much better google integration that the best one costs two hundred dollars but you can get in the door at ninety nine dollars that would be good too just give me a reason to want to have this thing on my wrist and I'll be I'll I'll think you've made a huge huge leap forward. Yeah, oh boy. Well, a couple other things to kind of look forward to from the the developers conference is um there is a session on building apps for different screen sizes. So, something to really think about in terms of just what that means for the future in Android, lots of different screen types, yeah. screen form factors. That's the that's that's one of the most interesting things about Android uh, uh, moving forward. That Apple is kind of hidebound when it comes to how do we push uh, mobile platforms forward because they 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 are historically <laughs> add a pencil. Very, there you go. They're, well, yeah, they're 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 very conservative. Whereas and uh, Google early on said, well, what if we have this? We'll at least support the idea of having a phone that has more than one display, or e- even just has more than one display mode, so that if someone has like a screen on the outside and then they flip it over and they move the experience to a bigger screen on the inside, here's what happens. It'd be great if they were to make 
the uh, the the Microsoft uh, Android t- split tablet thing more of an official thing. Like here's how to do uh, here's how to write an app mm-hmm. for a version of Android that supports two screens separated by a hinge. That might be exciting too. And that's, I mean, just based on what it said in the description, it sounds like that's yeah. exactly what they're going to walk us through. Which they, is, have, they haven't leaked anything out really. Through. Yeah. I mean, we're going we're gonna to get the first huge, as usual, we're going to get the first huge, uh, all-encompassing, shall we say, look at Android 12. Yeah, the I was going to say. D- yeah. Developer releases have been out for a while, but it's mostly, here are things that we've t- we've taken apart the APK and we've noticed some some text that might indicate something. Um, there's also rumors that they're going to do a whole like free haul of material design, the, the design language for all apps. We've been sort of seeing some hints of that mm-hmm, previously. Mm-hmm. Like I've noticed that when I, uh, when I launched the, uh, when I launched the, uh, Google play store app to install or update apps, they're the, the hamburger icon, the menu button has been disappearing from, uh, from, uh, google apps left and right now i have to tap on my like account avatar and that will drop down like a new list of oh here's my apps and features that but yeah yeah so it's if it's because i've been using android since 2010 okay so like it's been gradual for us the things that have changed those of us who have stuck with it but sometimes and lately it's i don't know um but i but i do agree with you that there's a new aesthetic coming through for material design i think it's going to look better I'm excited yeah. for it. Um, I already see the way it looks like with the Pixel 5, for instance. We're going to get some Google Assistant updates. That's always very exciting. Let's see. Um, like, I mean, there's, yeah, there's it's good usually, stuff. It's good yeah. stuff. It's good stuff. It's 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 going to be it's going to be fun uh, because Apple's uh, when Apple does their big developer conference, they tend to it is a state of the union sort of thing because the, the first the, the opening keynote is a big deal, heavily produced. Sure. The language and the content and the messaging is heavily thought out. Mm-hmm. However, it tends to be on the Apple side still mostly a developer focused thing. Well, they'll show off. They will show off. Here's the new version of iOS. We'll be launching later this year. Here's the new version of Mac OS, and maybe here's some new hardware that is of particular interest to developers so maybe we'll have like the bigger screen uh, macbook and the the a pro version of the uh, of, of, of a new desktop mac coming out however this is really google's only chance to really take that message to the people and that message to the streets they usually come out with something that's uh <laughs> something that's kind of exciting and interesting like google duplex uh, first was shown off uh, during Google I/O uh, a couple of years ago, and mm-hmm. the, and it's, this is it's it's such a cool thing to show off at one of these keynotes, which is something that is so easy to explain to people. Like, okay, so imagine that like uh, the, your phone answers the call. For, imagine that instead of like having to like call eighteen different restaurants to find a reservation, your phone could make these calls for you and have natural language conversations with all the people that it's the that are working there over the regular phone line and simply come back to you saying, okay, I found you a reservation for 615 at this Korean barbecue place uh, at the, the in the area of New York City that you said you wanted to eat in. And okay, thank you very much. That's very nice. And all is part of, of Google Assistant that this is, this is the whiz-bang, wonderful jetpack to the future age sort of features that Google is really, really good at and Apple and others can kind of slap at, but they can't really do them in an efficient way. So that's why I'm, it's going to be fun to see what they choose to show off. Cause they know that this is what like everybody on like 
Good Morning Antonio and Wake Up Worcester, Massachusetts are, are going to be talking about, hey, did you hear about this new feature that Google's going to be putting on all our phones coming up this summer? It turns out that sometimes when you lose your balloon because you didn't tie it to your wrist well enough, how do you find it? Well, Google's got the answer for you. It's Yeah, that's, that's the sort of stuff that we were looking forward to. Yeah, we also know Pixel Bud A series has been leaked. It's a thing. Uh, Stadia could finally come to the Chromecast or Google TV as it was expected to at launch. Uh, you know, maybe some tense negotiations new- between the Stadia and the and the Chromecast team. They managed to two comp two divisions working within the same company managed to figure out how to make that magic happen. Good for them. Although now I'm like, should I like try out Stadia? And I have this like neat little razor kishi. I don't know, guys. Yeah. I don't know. That feels like a big leap. I'm just gonna stick to my little 2D slash three, you know, <laughs> faux 3D. Anyway, um, I I I don't foresee many more sessions coming through than what we already see. I know that that was like talk is back in the day when we had the big developers conference on the Mountain View campus that they would add stuff after the keynote was done. And then, you know, people would like be like, oh, yeah, I actually want to go do that because they don't want to leak anything. Right. But I don't know that that's quite the vibe going on this year, considering it's all virtual. I think a lot more of the onus is going to be on the individual developer meetups and just like really Google knows that it has like, it has some great relations with its developers. And this is definitely like, you know, when you watch those documentaries about cults and MLMs and how they have like the big company slash like retreat that everybody goes to and like pays money for and you have to be there or you're a super loser. <laughs> I'm not saying this is Google I over developers is exactly that extreme, but it definitely is in that vein of everybody come together. Let's celebrate being creators and, and people contributing to these platforms. And so I think Google really wants to stoke some of that this year because it didn't get to do it last year. Yep. And it, there has been a lot of sadness and there has been a lot of bad stuff in the news about what's going on at Google. So I would imagine that this year they're going to kind of try and return back to that. Like, come in, family. Yeah. Come well, in. The, the timing you know? the timing was particularly bad last year because May was only a couple of months after the lockdown. They didn't even have time to put together was, a virtual event, yeah. which was what Apple was able to do. So this is the first time doing a virtual event. If you go to events.google.com slash IO, you yourself can register and have have part of that experience. But you're, you're, abs- you're also absolutely right. It'd be, it'll be interesting to see if they... Uh, if they use part of this keynote as, or excuse me, the opening event, who knows if they'll have like a stage event or if they're just simply going to produce uh, like a two hour long video. But this could, this is another opportunity with all this attention on them to subtly or not so subtly underscore that, you know, if you, if you were to break us up, I mean, why would you want to break us up? I mean, we're so, we're, 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 I mean, we do so many nice things like, 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 like when you wanted to find pictures of your dog and like, you just said, Oh, uh, can show me pictures of my dog. And we showed you pictures of your dog and you were really happy with that. But yeah, you keep showing me pictures of my cat who like passed away a couple of years ago and like gives me random emotional labor that I didn't ask for. Haven't you noticed there's no new pictures of that cat named Gabby for the last two years, Google. These are things that we really need to be talking. Nothing about. we do is ever good enough for you. Anyway. Is it? Are you unhappy that we're giving it to you for free or should we be giving you $100 every time you spend a minute inside Google Chrome? I mean, I would love that. I would gladly I take would $100. That. Okay. 
We don't get paid a lot of this. <laughs> all we're anyway, saying here kidding. at Google <laughs> is you're breaking our hearts with all of this stuff. You know, we'll do it because we love you. Okay, but you're breaking our hearts. So if that's what you're trying to do, well, you've done a really good job of it. Now here's how to make a frittata and a coffee mug and a boiling boiling hot kettle because apparently that's what you're interested in rather than learning how to cook properly. Not, that, here, to, not here to judge. I'm just giving you That's Andy's TikTok algorithm, how to make weird things in the microwave. I swear to God, that would totally <laughs> be your algorithm. Andy, I want to leave you... Well, you want to leave us with the palate cleanser because you put together the notes today and <laughs> you found this out for us. So we're going to do this live real quick. This is our okay. after dinner mint. We just had this giant meal. Everyone open your Andes. Just crinkling the, let's see, crink, crinkling the paper. Let's pretend that was me crinkling. Uh, I want you to go to google.com and do a search for DVD screensaver. Has to be on the desktop. Can't be mobile. Okay. Isn't that delightful? Well, oh. Oh. That took me a second. Yes. The the Google logo in the search page, like, starts, like, slowly bouncing in straight lines across the screen. And every time it, like, hits the margin of of the window, it changes color and then bounces, rebounds again. Like, like, the DVD logo screensaver on, like, an old-timey DVD player. An Um, old-timey DVD player. Andy, do you know how futuristic that was to a fourteen-year-old oh, me? <laughs> no, no. Again, I'm I'm with you, but you know, even I buy, even as as we speak, I have. Oh, actually, <laughs> it's kind of funny. My my latest delivery of like budget secondhand like eBay DVDs came in, but I get, but I I reach for them a to to show them. Yes, I buy DVDs, but I only buy them so I can rip them into into files and then like put them on my server. I don't even know how to play a DVD in my house. But of course, be nice synchronicity uh, <laughs> uh, as part of this set, uh, as part of this this collection, I've got uh, The Office uh, season four complete uh, on okay. DVD because uh, this 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 was a uh, uh, this bouncing DVD logo thing was of course one of the, uh, an homage to one of the best uh, show opens uh, of the entire series in which. They're all like Michael Scott thinks that like everyone's is they're having a meeting in the in the, the conference room. Michael Scott is thinks that like he's got them in the palm of their hands, but they're actually like staring at the screensaver, the DVD screensaver, because they're waiting for the DVD logo to hit perfectly into one of the corners of the screen instead of bouncing off one of the sides. And wow, uh, that flew over my head because I I don't I didn't watch The Office. It uh, yeah, I didn't. That completely flew over my head, but I love how how deep that is and once again that is a reason to type random search queries into google that are <laughs> like super problematic and weird and would take you to like dark corners of the web although i don't know if google would allow you to go to the dark corners of the web i will say though we don't want to talk about the dark web actually no, no let's no. talk about later things uh I should, I, should, I, sh- I should mention though that this was uh it's probably it, it's probably a fresh uh uh, it's probably a, f- a fresh uh, plant because it was sort of revealed or announced by uh, an actual developer at Google. Uh, he posted oh, this right. on, on I, I'm, I hope I'm not mispronouncing your name, Zuhir. 
uh, on Twitter who describes himself as a Google engineer who works on search. And he just like tweeted about it today. So, so for actually, for all I know, he put this in like eight I years ago say. and he's sick and tired of like nobody have nobody actually finding it. Uh, and I, 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 I now that I've done like some background Googling, like while I speak, this is doubly good synchronicity because it turns out that uh, the uh, that's that cold open for the office was for uh, an episode called Launch Party that comes from blah, 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 season four. The DVD that you have you in your possession. Exactly. That's perfect synergy. I love it when that happens. Sometimes you feel it's, it's like divine ordinance doing this show, mm-hmm. isn't it? It it is Andy. It is. Uh, I am feeling so divine, telling you folks that if you would like to support us a little bit more here on the Mature Podcast, you can go to relay.fm/material, find out how to become members of our show and the Relay FM network. That gets you access to bonus episodes. We actually have one going out this week. Indeed, a good one. So if you are a member, get excited. There's going to be an extra bit of Andy and Flo and a little bit of someone else, too, coming through <laughs> in your members-only podcast feed. Their, so, their, their entire body. We didn't, cut, we didn't cut this guest up. We just – their voice. No, anyway, as much as, no. As much as we, we, we weren't that, like, you know, we didn't want to be that sadistic at the end of COVID. No. That's more of a mid-COVID thing. So we passed that mark. I, ne- uh, I have to say that as, as bad as things got in the middle of co- the, the lockdown, I never considered vivisection. Well, that's didn't good even for pop you. into my mind. Well, that's that's you as a person, which is why you're a better person than me. I did um, eat, I did eat a lot of chicken, but the animal in question was already dead by the time I roasted it and cut yeah, it apart. Listen, which I think is only fair. Yeah, it's it arrived that way. It's the classy thing, classy way to do it. I think. Right. What are you gonna do? Waste food? There you go. That's. <laughs> Uh, Andy, what have you got going on this week? Are you doing radio? <laughs> yes, uh, as usual, my Friday high tech whoop to do is uh, on WGBH uh, Boston Public Radio uh, Friday at one p.m. Just go to wgbhnews.org either live or later to listen. Awesome! Thank you, Andy, for being here, for doing our show notes every week. For... Thank you for being here to do this show with. Thanks, Andy. I love being here with you. <sighs> as for me, I am. Florence Lyon, you can find me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just started to get like really loopy because we're doing this at night. And so I'm already like, I just was like, oh, man, I'm tired. I just got really tired. Uh, hey, I have an author page at gizmodo.com. You want to see? I pretty much write every day for that website. That's my job. So go check that out. I'm on this podcast. You definitely, you definitely on- want to check out her Tomogochi piece because Thanks, that was a, a lot of love, a lot of time, a lot of research, and it's a, it's a really great read. It was, Yeah, I'm trying to write more stuff like that. It's something that's new to me. I'm hearing all sorts of sounds. Uh, FlorenceIron.com if you need links to my social media or any other podcasts I do. Other than that, I feel like, Andy, that's about it. That's that about it from like us this rap. week. Indeed. Yeah. Okay. We'll have lots of, lots of stuff to talk about next week, fortunately. You'll be... You'll be and, and, I know that's the other thing. I'm like, can I rest? Do you guys mind if I go sleep? Have we blown our have we have we blown our fuchsia chip on this one show? Like if they do if, if for an entire hour they talk about fuchsia. It's like, oh god, we talked about it last week. It's okay. Then okay, we'll, good. good. Yeah, we're you not guys gonna happen, know, but still good. You guys know what we're gonna do. All right, it's gonna be good. We're gonna do it Indeed. next week. We'll be here. Listen to us. Love you. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>